Hello, everybody. It is me. We're a man down, and I don't have a scene for that, so this is what I'm doing today. <laughs> it's a little scuffed, you know? It is what it is, though. You know, it works. We're both on screen. That's what matters. You know, chat? So, how's everybody doing? Welcome to another episode of Pop Culture Gone Stupid. Um, today, I'm joined by Casual Avenger over here. Say hello to the people. What's up, chat? How you doing? And we're going to talk all things the Batman, all things a couple of other things, and yeah. And if Greek shows up, we'll talk about him as well. But if he doesn't, he gets nothing. <laughs> it is what it is. All right. Um, I was intending not to be a man down, so that's a bit of a shame. But... We'll um we'll keep the we'll, we'll initialize with some Batman free spoiler free stuff. We'll just talk like initial Batman thoughts, and then we'll do a light spoiler or no like a heavy spoiler, but a smaller section. And then I imagine um we'll move on from there. Um, I want to first talk about my theater experience because oh my goodness, it was ridiculous. Casual, what was your theater like? Tell me about it. Um, it actually was pretty empty. Like um my row was completely empty except for like somebody all the way on the end and somebody all the way on the other end so mm -hmm. i was expecting it to be pretty packed but you know surprisingly uh, i think it's because i kind of like the um the five o'clock five o'clock show oh yeah and it was like day zero you went on like opening opening day that'll do it for sure <laughs> but yeah definitely um I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to hear about this experience you had so some people, certain people, when you're in a theater, don't understand the etiquette, right? So you've got people that end up just being on their phone and, you know, talking throughout the movie. And when I went to see The Suicide Squad, actually, I had some kids behind me that were just literally playing games on their phone with the volume on. It was the most obnoxious thing. And this wasn't quite that bad, but it was, it was bad. We had a woman sitting to my left, like two two seats to my left right and it was just someone being like on their phone they were literally just browsing instagram throughout the movie and i'm like why why did you pay to sit through a three-hour movie to sit on your phone which you could just do at your home on your couch for free you didn't have to uh it's so ridiculous it is so ridiculous and then um wait synchro they let children into an r-rated film yeah yeah I don't know. I don't think they were with anyone for the Suicide Squad, but they just let them in. Thank you, Alkine, for the question. Um, but these people in the Batman, they were adults, full-grown adults. Um, and because this woman was on her phone the whole time, she would ask the person she was with questions about the movie. And you know, if you watched the movie, you wouldn't have to ask the questions, believe it or not. That's not something you necessarily... Like, you could have known those things. All it would take is a little bit of attention on your part that's it it's really easy to do that so, <laughs> so where would where would you rank this experience amongst your top five worst theater experiences number two right behind the suicide squad it was the second worst because that's not the worst of it it does get worse um somebody behind her would would literally just asked her to put her phone away like pretty nicely she was like hey could you put your phone away it's it's a little obnoxious like i like it's distracting um and she went like she literally just snapped on them and she went 
oh, don't look at my phone, look at the screen, maybe. And I'm like, okay, that's wow. incredibly rude. <laughs> what an answer to that question. It's just, just like, don't be that way. Just be nice, put your phone away. You're not supposed to have it out anyway. They're, they tell you when you enter that, like, don't have your phone. This is a pretty simple rule to follow. But apparently not. Um, and, and she just was asking more questions, just sitting on her phone. The first thing she did when she sat down, they came in late, by the way. Oh my goodness. They came in late to the movie. And then she sits down and she films the screen for like three seconds for like an Instagram story or whatever. She's like, look at me, I'm watching the Batman. And then she proceeds to not watch the Batman at all. She just does not watch the movie. Oh, so frustrating. Uh, there was literally a point during the movie where I, I started actually shaking with anger. I don't usually get that mad, um, but I was upset. And I had to like take a breath, be like, okay, this is fine. I won't let it ruin my experience of this movie. I just literally went like this and watched the movie with my hands around my eyes so that I didn't see the phone screen. The rest of the movie. It was so, it was so obnoxious. Just would not put her phone down. Yeah, oh my that God. Is like, but people, like, they are getting pretty bad with the, the movie theater experience. It's like, yeah, that's that's what they're really competing with. Like, why should I pay to come have a bad experience when... If it's available, I can just watch it in the comfort of my home. Yeah. I mean, some movies, I, I definitely would always argue that you should experience that with a crowd. Like, like No Way Home, it, it would not have been the same watching that at home. Yeah. But it's like, you, you definitely don't want it ruined by, by that kind of nonsense. Um, I, like, my worst theater experience was when I went to go see the, um, A Quiet Place, the first one was not a quiet place <laughs> <laughs> it was a rowdy loud place <laughs> everything that could go wrong was going wrong in that movie theater like babies people like the people right next to me and the people right behind me having full-blown conversations questions theories just everything you don't want in a movie but mm -hmm. yeah. wild man but I could not have had a better theater experience than No Way Home, right? Because everyone in that theater, everyone that paid to go that early to No Way Home was, like, excited to be there. They were witnessing history, and all of those big moments, they were just, like, excitement and nothing, like, immersion-breaking or that, like... Like, it takes you out of the movie, sure, but it's not like I'm upset about that. It's like, cool, these people are happy to be here, and so am I. So, like, that's a different vibe, I guess. I don't know. Uh. Uh, 100% agree. Yeah, some people just get a little bit crazy. That's for sure. Um. All right, let's just talk thoughts about the movie then. What did you feel about the Batman? I thought that movie was basically a perfect Batman movie. Like, as a fan of the, like the old, um, you know, old school cartoon. Where he's mostly a detective like i i feel like that's the one thing that's really been lacking in a lot of the live live action batman movies is they really don't spotlight his ability to be or his ability as a detective like how capable he is and how smart he is and in this movie like when he's just viewing the scenes or the crime scene he's not saying anything well he, he hardly says anything but he you can see clearly that he's noticing he's taking in all the details and like um 
when they when they show like his routine when he gets home and he takes out his um his um his damn what what do they call <laughs> his lenses his lenses oh, yeah, oh not his dick then game. got it okay <laughs> yeah my God. that was dope I was like that's a hundred percent a Batman move mm-hmm. but, um yeah it's like I I loved everything with the Riddler um the climax was kind of crazy but I feel like I, I knew I knew Riddler like once he went once he got captured I knew he still had something up his sleeve so I'm like either he has a breakout planned or he has something he's not just going to jail we got like another thirty to forty minutes left so yeah <laughs> something's about to happen but um I, I was definitely pleased with the movie yeah I think it was really fun I had a great time just like it it, it obviously it was slow but that's pretty intentional like it's meant to be slow uh and that's fine like it's it's not really your your typical superhero film which i love i love when superhero films are like let's just be movies <laughs> instead of you know you know i don't know mcu cookie yeah. cutter shenanigans it, and not to say yeah, that the mcu is like, bad or anything but like when people try to copy the mcu it's pretty obvious and i'm like what are you doing uh that could be rough but uh this yeah. one was very much like a thriller first and a good film first and that's fun when you just give people the rights to make a thing and they're good at it, I'm all about that. Yeah, I felt like movies like the Batman and um, Logan, I felt like you have to judge them differently. So that it's not fair to just lump them in as a superhero movie because it's anything but that. Like, it's a, there's a hero in the movie, but it's not a you know popcorn movie at all. So um, they they those are definitely what I feel like most people would classify as cinema. <laughs> so mm-hmm. There's a lot of artistic direction, a lot of creative shots. The score is there. You know, this, this isn't something like off a of, off a of, um a press line or anything like that. Like you know, Marvel, they have you can tell they have certain beats they have to hit with each movie. This movie, you you can tell outside of the the end. Um, I, I don't want to spoil it, but um, the conversation the Riddler was having at the end with his cellmate. So it's like I feel like that was kind of a uh, um, studio push in or shoe in, but outside of that, yeah. I felt like the director had full control over what we saw. Yeah, I don't even know if that's necessarily true because I'm. I think Matt Reeves has like a good handle on where this is. I hope I said that name right. I might be might have misremembered, but uh, I think he has a good idea of where the, the story is going. Like even if it's not a hundred percent there, like I know he's he's probably going to be involved in the sequel. Um, I'm fairly certain he's involved in the spinoff show about Arkham. Um and that oh, spin-off yeah, show exactly the producer. Yeah, I thought so. So that that spin-off show was originally about the GCPD, right? And they were like as they were, you know, fiddling with it, writing it and all that, it shifted into something else and they had a better idea and they weren't afraid to just be like, let's follow that idea, which is really cool. I'm glad that they're like, you know, able to have that level of creative freedom and just make things that are fun and things that are cool because things that are cool are cool <laughs> true though <laughs> um, all right yeah i actually uh, have a question about um the batman so once we we um finish initial thoughts and spoilers and everything i have a question about um the sequel oh all right all right let's talk a little bit of spoilers then let's talk a little bit of spoilers if you don't want spoilers skip to time in the <laughs> audio which i will put in this spot um 
or something. Uh, okay, so uh, my favorite part about the Batman spoiler talk is that he literally is just creating villains out here. Like, he was just a, being a guy. He is Bruce Wayne first, right? And they don't have that, ba uh, that or not Bruce Wayne first. He's Batman first, and he doesn't have that Bruce Wayne persona yet, which is very fun. Um, and he's literally just murdering, or beating the hell out of people until they have to go into a coma for 10 years but don't die um so he just gets to like do that and people see that and they're like i could do that but kill people too <laughs> and, then, and then he's got to go up against those people because he's inspiring the wrong kind of people and that's very fun i love that take on batman it's one of my favorite like comic booky batman tropes among also him being like a really cold-hearted family man you know like a, a heart of gold but he doesn't show it family man which i think we'll get to um yeah, it's very fun. Um, yeah, I'm definitely intrigued to see the, you know, how Bruce Wayne the character evolves after the way he was, you know, introduced in this one because I, I was really glad to see they didn't do like the, you know, opposite side of the spectrum for his personality as Bruce Wayne. So he's not playing up the playboy, you know, personality or anything like that. He's he's angry and he's sad. So it's like that's pretty much where he is and he's all in on his Batman persona. So even during the day, I'm working on what I'm gonna be doing at night. So it's like I felt like that was that was a really good touch. Um I I really like the Riddler him his view of himself as a hero and thinking Batman would see him as the hero as well. So it's like we're both targeting the bad people. I didn't know you didn't have a don't kill him rule, but you know, we're, we're, we're both after the, the same people. You're, you're helping me. Like I mm -hmm. told you to go get somebody and you did it. So, so exactly. <laughs> that, that was, that was dope. Um, um, it's, it's, it was so much about this movie that I liked. It was like, I, 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 I can go on for like an hour, like going over <laughs> every single detail, but like the Batmobile was amazing. The penguin was great. Um, the uh, Catwoman, I feel like this was the best version of Catwoman we've had so far. Like, and I know like um, Michelle Pfeiffer, like she obviously is iconic as, as Catwoman and stuff like that. But it's like, uh, I don't know. I felt like this more grounded approach for her. Like she's not running around like covered in sexy leather, licking on herself and stuff like that. <laughs> I feel like they have it back just enough to make it interesting. So you can relate to her and empathize with you know what she has going on and things like that like you feel like a person mm -hmm. where everybody else i felt like you were more so trying to oversell the sex appeal before anything else so yeah uh, i agree the only thing that i would you know criticize the Catwoman for is uh there wasn't enough licking milk out of a bowl <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah I don't know. <laughs> she's like Kravitz generally just did great, so I actually can't say anything bad about it. To be honest with you. But that's alright. Um what? Okay, so what was your favorite thing about the movie? Like your absolute number one? Um, Robert Pattinson's performance. I loved the the cold well not cold open i just love the opening scene right like you've got him beating the shit out of people you've got him giving edgy narration and it, like writing a journal that's awesome that is so great um have you read the prequel novel by chance 
Um, not yet. I, I saw you post a picture of it, and you definitely got me interested in grabbing it. So I got to grab it yeah. now to catch up. Uh, minor, minor, oh. minor spoilers. Um, it it ends with that intro narration, which is just ah, so cool. Um, because you're like, hey, I know that. I know where that's from. But if you if you hadn't seen the movie yet, and then like you read the book first, and you go into the movie after that, you'd be like, hey, that's an interesting. So it's cool. Uh, that's a very fun little thing that they did. Um, overall, just like a good a good time. Lots of like pre information, um, for what the vibe is really going into it. Um, yeah, just just cool stuff. Uh, and yeah, I like I like that. And then if I had to pick a second dairy thing, it would probably be something like uh just the the vibe that not the Riddler had, but like kinda just like gotham you know gotham feels like such an interesting place so far i hope they flesh that out more what about you yeah i can i can definitely agree with that um i felt like the first scene that really grabbed me in the movie was um right when he was about to leave the crime scene when they started complaining like hey get him out of here and everything and he saw you know that he saw the um the little boy's footprint in blood and they were like yeah he was the first person to discover the body and then he's look in the room and see the little boy on the bed and everything. It was like the way it was shot. You can tell like immediately he was brought back to that moment when he was that kid as a kid. It was like, oh man, this, this movie is amazing. <laughs> like right out of the gate. But um, I felt like if I had like one criticism of it, it would be that the action could have been a little better. Like as far as like fight choreography and things. Like um the fight choreography we got in Batman versus Superman in that one scene um where Batman's fighting in the warehouse, I, I feel like that's the best Batman fight scene we've gotten in a Batman movie so far. Um, he's the the action scenes here were better in my opinion than what we got in like the Dark Knight or um Dark Knight Rises or anything like that. But I, I would still put it below what we got from um Ben Affleck's Batman. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm messing around with the cameras just a little bit to make this a better experience. <laughs> I did something. This is a little better, I guess. Oh, well. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I really like so much of the movie. I, I, if you had any complaints, what would you, what would you have to say? So I, 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 I would struggle, to be honest. Yeah, I was about to say, like, a complaint? Like, I, I don't... Um... I mean, if if I like if I'm stretching for one, I feel like the the end scene um with the the Joker, like I feel like you didn't need that, and I feel like it was it's it's too early in the franchise to really be introducing the Joker. Like we save him for the third movie, like and and with let that be your you know you know that's going to be a hit. You know if you bring the Joker into the story, it's going to be a hit. I feel like he got so many other villains that could be brought into the spotlight you're setting penguin up for a bigger role in the next one um and it's, it's just so many other villains you can do like you can you can introduce hush you can um you can do the um the court of owls you can do you know a, a genuine take on yeah. mr freeze anything you know, i think that's more of a tease for the arkham show and instead they're just gonna like bait and switch you and we'll have instead of the joker in the sequel He'll show up in the third film, 
and in the sequel we'll have like totally random like it'll probably just be a film about whatever the penguin show ends up with right like we'll have because that's also a spinoff the penguin's gonna go off do his own thing rise to power probably be the next falcone and then uh the arkham show will happen and that will be whatever dynamic riddler and and joker will have and then they're just gonna like go off do their thing probably bond and then uh i think yeah so penguin second film probably and whatever else like side villains they want to do and then the third movie we've got this set up for like a big riddler versus joker war where their friendship starts to fracture and they both fucking just seize a bunch of territory and it's like hmm we gotta stop him and the guy from the first movie's back but also this other very scary guy who the batman has i think canonically already encountered um but i don't actually know Got any, got any huge theories for me? By the way, that is from TikTok. Again, I think it's Theories by T that said that. Not 100% sure, though. It could have been some other TikToker who is good at theories. Um, no, I would actually be 100% for that. Um, um, it's, I had a theory. I, I, I should have wrote it down for the show. Like, I, 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 I was thinking of it. I was listening to, like, a podcast while I was, you know, working on YouTube videos and stuff, and I let the thought get away from me, but oh yeah that happens um, really all the time <laughs> but yeah like if they decide to save the joker for the, the third movie like like if you you know mention them a little bit in the second movie that's fine i just don't feel like at this point we should focus on him in the sequel because it's like now you're repeating the same steps as the dark knight and i don't think you want to do that yeah. um I really just want his, some of his more interesting villains to get to the forefront. So, like, mm-hmm. like I, I, I would love to see like Clayface in a movie. Like that, that would be awesome. Um, I feel like they're because they're trying to keep this series um, a little more grounded. They they might shy away from a decision like that. Even though he he has said he wants to do Mister Freeze, so I'm like, if you're doing Mister Freeze, that that's kind of crazy as well. So, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't, I don't know. Bring Arnold like, back. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't see that happening. <laughs> <laughs> fair. That's fair. Maybe it's Bane. <laughs> like, yeah, like, like I yeah, I feel like Bane would be awesome and 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 this director's hands, like, you know, because we we would definitely get the smart version of Bane who's, you know, meticulous and plotting and is like if like Batman, like he, he really doesn't have any like silly-minded villains. Like everybody is, you know, like even if, even down to somebody like Victor Zaz is like this dude is crazy. Like you, you kind of got to be two or three steps ahead of him because he, if he he's out there in the wild, it, it can get kind of crazy out there. But um, yeah, for sure. Oh man, I would love to see Clayface. I've seen a lot of that go around. Um, I think Clayface is perfect for this kind of vibe with the detective angle of everything, right? Like you have Clayface, his ability to shift into literally anyone and be anyone. That is like, oh shit, what am I dealing with here? And then you've got chemist Batman. So like Clayface leaves a little bit of residue behind. That opens the door to be like, what the hell is this substance? Hmm. I, I like that angle a lot. I think that could be a very, very fire, to be honest. Do you think they'll bring Catwoman back for the sequel? Um, not right away. If they do bring her back for the sequel, it'll be later, and I don't think they should. I think they should bring her back in the one after that, but that's just me. 
What are your thoughts? I, agree. I, I definitely agree. They, they the way the story ends with her is like you set her is like you're setting up for her own for for her own movie or a spinoff series or something like that. So mm-hmm. um, I definitely feel like they need to give that a bit of time to breathe before they just throw her back into the plot, unless you have a good reason for her coming back. So. Yeah, you, you run across rooftops and she's you know, just stealing. Yeah, <laughs> you know how they come across each other. Or we run to, or we go to Bloodhaven, which we got a name drop of, which is awesome. Um, for a circus, perhaps? Don't know. Mm. That'd yeah, be silly. Right. I, can't, I can't see this Bruce Wayne go to a circus. I'll be honest. I mean, you know, Alfred twists his arm like, hey, you got to make appearances. He he can't make him go to a business meeting. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he he learned some lessons by the end of the movie, so it's like I I can't just be vengeance. I have to have to be good and hopeful. So people need to see a better side of Bruce Wayne, and all of that's part of the package. So I hope so. Maybe yeah. maybe new Bruce Wayne goes to circuses. <laughs> Yeah, on that note, I think this is the most um, family-oriented version of Bruce Wayne that we've gotten. I think he's the most likely to have a Robin. Um, he gives a lot of like sad, wistful looks to uh, orphans. There's a lot of emphasis on orphans in this film. So I could totally see them going that route. Uh, I don't think it'll be a circus, but I would love, love, love to be wrong about that. That'd be so cool. Um, I could honestly see them jumping right to Jason Todd's origin because that one fits this character a whole lot. You know what I mean? Because he, uh, in the prequel novel, does a lot of work on his car. You know, they talk about the Batmobile a lot. Um, And like him, like a kid working on his car, that would fit so well, so well. But I don't know if that's what they'll do. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm just thinking about the idea that like, yeah, this would be like the the first chance for... uh, a legitimate like kid robin you know sidekick for him so yeah you know, um what was the first robin like chris o'donnell he was like 40. <laughs> it's the uh, man we got, we got the riddler himself Woo. why am i over here uh all right this is fine I'll, welcome greek I'll load up. oh how late how late am i uh um, half an hour you yeah, did all right Okay, you're slight spiders. You said what? <laughs> you're 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 right on time. You're perfect. Don't stress. Well, see, well, yeah, I was just, you know, it was some stuff going on, but it was okay that it was only a half an hour because casual has enough. Oh, enough. <laughs> Casual's been alive a long time, so he has enough to talk about oh, for a half goodness. hour. <laughs> he, he had enough to talk about for a I until I was able to get here. Yeah, we were talking about the Batman. If you want to just summarize your thoughts about the Batman, that would be perfect. I have not seen the full movie yet. For okay, well, it's a good thing we. It. Uh, it's a good thing we already. I mean, see. Well, I mean, we'll see. It's cool because I don't really mind spoilers, but like, it's more in the mindset of there. Like, I enjoy the movie. For a couple of reasons. One, uh, I'm hearing a lot of people say that uh, Pattinson's Batman isn't their Batman, but uh, yeah. Pattinson has one of the, the more accurate depictions of Batman that I've that I've ever seen. To be honest, especially 
considering year one because the whole the whole like purpose of his development through the movie was him learning that he needs to change one of the like one of the biggest key things was him treating outfit better and taking his advice on getting out the house more so we're gonna see that transition from emo bruce into playboy going forward in the riddler uh there's a reason why there's a saying that exists that everybody believes that they're the hero of their own story Riddler 100% believes that he was the good guy the entire time. And that's what made, and that's what made him uh that's what made him so dang to me, right? Cuz cuz like, like I enjoy I like I definitely enjoy his depiction in this movie because it's not a uh, it's not all that often it's not all that often that you get to see such a goofy character like the Riddler done in such, in such like a serious, more cryptic tone and actually make it work. Because his Rose, because Batman's Rose Gallery is very colorful. And Riddler is probably one of the most colorful, if, more, if most annoying. And we've only really had one adaptation of him on screen, which was uh, Jim Carrey. And Jim Carrey did... I feel like both adaptations that we got were more than perfect. Jim Carrey captured the whole comedic, goofy side, and Riddler captured the more devastating, intellectually dangerous side, right? Uh, Paul Dano. Yeah, I can see that. I feel that. Um, cool. Let's move on from the Batman, though. Um, you guys want to talk about 2K, perhaps, Greek? Hmm? Ooh. <laughs> how do you how, how do you feel about your 2k status right now tell us about it uh still feels weird mm -hmm. feels okay. very 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 weird what you, you uh, can start by explaining what it is for those that that may not know okay so the 2k next maker program is essentially a program that's centered around helping creators make amazing content for games so to say right they're there to provide you with the tools that like to provide you with the tools that you need and help in whichever way that you're so able to so and i could like I could, yeah, they're here to help with things like advice and such, helping you with news. Some of the perks of being a 2K Nestmaker is that you do have like access to inside info earlier. You do, you do have access to like some info, in some insider information earlier. You uh, have more affiliate chances open for you because now that you know you have them, now that you have them working with you, you kind of have that title underneath your belt, which will it'll give you chances that you wouldn't have had before but along with other people to look at you you'll be able to connect uh, a little bit more closely with game developers and yeah it's a it's a pretty it's a pretty sweet deal right the program is pretty much open to everybody like no matter the size or numbers because uh i've been seeing i've been seeing a lot of people actually say something about that like there have been some people who are, you know, like a little bit sad that they didn't get in. And I've seen some people 
who were absolutely bitter that they get that they didn't get in, right? And keep in mind, these are people that are around the same sub count as me, if not a, like if not a little bit higher. And they're pretty like, and they're pretty much saying, I guess, I guess that they were lying about not looking at numbers and. They were lying about not looking at numbers and just looking at your personality. Again, I can't say everything that, that was said in my interview. The reason I got picked, it was not, it was not be like it was not because of my numbers. You're getting picked based off you, right? Your personality. If they see that you have the room to improve and if they see that you could be, become something bigger than you are, they want to help you along that path. Just numbers alone. Numbers alone is not it's not gonna get you in because at that point it's like uh how can I put it? Just because you have ten thousand subscribers, five thousand uh for like five thousand followers on TikTok and this and that and whatever, what else could you what like they're looking for what else you could bring to the table that's not just numbers. All right. Yeah. You can't you can't show up not, not necessarily not necessarily empty handed, but you gotta show up have a reason for them to want you to stay. And so it's just it's just weird. Like it's just weird seeing everybody. Because like I look at it, right? Look at me. Look at me. I look like I'm a damn you. criminal. Wow. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> You uh, you look like uh, no, a no. superhero. Is what no, I would say. Yes. The, I'll take the joke. I'll take the joke. I look like the regular guy smacked by a pumpkin. <laughs> but for, I for still, audio listeners, but um, I, Greek is dressed in all orange with an orange. Is what is the what is the orange part? I know it's a black ski mask, and then what's the orange thing? Is that also a ski mask but wider? Oh no, it's the same thing. Okay. Got it. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no, it's all the same thing. The black part is just like the the like yeah, like yeah, like the the, the double padded area. Got it. Yeah, but yeah. no, it's, it was, but it's like yeah, but no, it's like pretty much I got in, right? That was uh, so I I recommend any and everybody to I recommend any and everybody to give it their child because if I got in, you could get in. It just depends on if whether or not. You got something to prove. It's an interesting way of putting it, for sure. But uh, like I was, I would say, I would say, are there are there any other questions about the two uh, K deal specifically, or uh, before you ask, casual, uh, you're not seeing that cut. <laughs> was that the question, casual? <laughs> that was absolutely the question. <laughs> That's great. I love that. <laughs> All right. Oh, That's funny. <laughs> yeah, bro. Definitely congrats on it, man. Mm-hmm. Like, it's um, fucking cool. That's fact. I, I definitely saw some, some people angry about it. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, I get it. Because, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a big opportunity. But, you know, I was, I was definitely happy to see that you, you got that. And, like, I, I told you, you know. It was coming for you, you know, even when you was doubting yourself with you and Slip. You got to stop doubting yourself, man, y'all. You're on your way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, man. Mm, it was really cool to see, like, because uh, all day I was just seeing people be like, yeah, I didn't get in. People with, like, huge numbers, people like Bob Duck and Weave. Like, you had lots of people being like, yeah, I didn't get in. It sucks. But next time, I'm going to get that. And I was like, man, that's weird. I, I, I'm surprised that not a single person I know got it. And then we're sitting there and Slip starts freaking out while we're doing the other show. And he's like, I'm like, what, what, mm. what's happening? What is going on? What, what did you see? And then you're in chat like, oh, he, he knows. He knows, and I'm like, oh, oh, I get it now. It's very awesome, very cool, man. You, uh, you, you genuinely deserve it. So, kick, kick that, uh, kick thank that you, can as far you. as it'll go, buddy. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Because one of the funniest things is that because because I know that he sometimes look. I know that he likes to look at Twitter from time to time whenever he does that stuff. Yeah. Uh, I had a feeling that he was gonna see it. He, there was a strong chance of him seeing it before you guys ended the podcast so it was just more so of seeing how he was going to react to it but no i was de i was definitely feeling like a little bit weird because uh it's not even necessarily just seeing like that, that there was a lot of big people that didn't make it but there was a lot of big people that i know that didn't make it and like i'm not I'm not going to, like, just sit here and spend time trying to, like, wrap my mind about why I got in and they didn't. But I can tell you that it, like, it definitely, like, it definitely were some thoughts that were sucking on the world, like, once I found out. Because I believe that there was around 5,000, there was around 5,000 applicants that were in for the spring section. Yeah. Uh, and only, only, and only two hundred of us got picked. Yeah, it's only two hundred. Yeah, only two hundred of us got picked. But like, no, but like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm definitely, I'm definitely enjoying um uh, in like my time there, learning everything that it is that I can. Looking at you know, like looking at something, some opportunities stuff that I'm not allowed to speak on. I'm not gonna go that far on it. Uh, I will feel a lot better once I see these three in there with me because <laughs> I, I got in the server and I like and I noticed that I think it was like going to be one or two groups that were getting more of like their people in like their close group in it was like the whole the whole gang is here I'm waiting I'm waiting for that feeling so I could say that the whole gang is here I don't know if uh I don't know if you guys are getting Midnight Suns, but I do like I do want to say this necessarily. If you are applying, it's not necessarily that they may be looking at you for a specific game right now because there are definitely some people that got picked up that have nothing to do with WWE or Tiny Tina's as of right now. They're gonna be leaning more towards Midnight Suns. I'm not gonna say that. That is not not a part of the reason, but it's definitely not the full reason for why you didn't get picked up in this class. So please do not be discouraged because as you saw in the email, you guys are like you, you like you guys are still in the system and every time like and every time they go through, they do those checks throughout all of your stuff. Like just like just to see if you 
meet the criteria not necessarily the content like not necessarily the content but the person that's making the content right so treat it treat it like you're 15 seconds of fame if you don't know that your 15 seconds of fame are happening mm-hmm. you just got to be on your p's and just got to be on your p's and q's don't get discouraged there will be another chance trust me there will be there will be more rounds if you if you deserve to be in the next makers program, if you feel like you earned your spot, then you will get it in due time. Trust me. Hell yeah, man. Good advice. Uh, you guys want to play a little game? I prepped one. Let's do it. I prepped one for my other show, but I'm going to steal it. <laughs> All right. Um, let's go around the, uh, the table here. I'm just going to ask you, would you rather? Um, first one, would you rather the Batman or Spider-Man No Way Home? Greek. Uh, I would say no way home. Just like just purely for like nostalgic reasons. Casual. Yeah, I gotta I gotta go with that. It's like as as brilliant as the Batman was. It's like, bro, you they completely yeah. redeemed Andrew Garfield Spider Man. Mm-hmm. It's like that's I can't take that away. From. <laughs> they they did the thing that we've been saying for all these years. They like, I mean, yeah, there are still people saying that his movie is trash, but what they don't understand is that with a that with an actual script, Andrew is like the is the perfect embodiment because he's the only one that makes fucking wisecracks mm-hmm. on that. a consistent basis, and I love that. <laughs> Uh, okay. Um, would you rather Tom Holland or uh, Robert Pattinson? Uh, Robert Pattinson. Ooh, Greek. Ooh. I'm not sure. I'm not like. I'm not, <laughs> not, I'm not sure. sure. I would. I would maybe say Robert, and that's only because I got into Twilight when I was young. Not of my like. Not of my own accord. <laughs> Not on my own accord. There were it was a group of girls I used to hang out with. Uh, they <laughs> love Twilight, and I remember I once I had the New Moon hardback book because I was like, because I was reading it while I was in school. The book was thick as shit. I didn't never finish it. Uh, mm-hmm. But just because Patterson is like the first person encountered, I would say him. That's fair. That's fair. Um, would you rather the Riddler? Or Green Goblin. Green Goblin. Green Goblin. Green Goblin. <laughs> <laughs> no hesitation. That's crazy. All right, that's okay. This is the hardest one anyway. Um, <laughs> would you Uh-oh. rather Catwoman or Aunt May? <laughs> Catwoman. Yeah, I'm going Catwoman. All right. All right. That's fair. What that's up? fair. When I post, like, when I post this Arkham City video, you're gonna understand why, which is probably going out right after this. Can Can you do me a favor and um, you you know that meme where they switch the models of Bruce and Catwoman in Arkham Knight, and like Bruce is walking all dainty, uh, and Selena's. You want me to do that? I want you to do that for your whole playthrough. That'd be so funny. See, I would if I was playing on PC when I'm not. That's fair. Because that's, that's fair. a. That's a that's a PC mod. I know that that is a PC mod, but I don't have it. So fair enough. Because if anything, I probably would have did the Robert Pattinson skin. 
speaking out of batman um did you get that mod for sifu um synchro and the batman mod i i have one of them it's pretty low quality there's probably a better one out there but yes um i should uh i should do that i saw sadat's video of it Ooh, wow so good so good shout out sadat the gamer fire content <laughs> over there all right um you guys want to talk about actually can you can you do you guys know anything about Tiny Tina? Because I don't. I don't know anything about it. I only um, know there's potentially D&D references, which gets me a little bit interested. But that's about all I know. Oh, no. It's, it's like fully D&D. Like, because like, you know, there's a... In the game, in Borderlands 2, there's a DLC where uh, Assault on Dragon Keep is literally just... T Tina trying to get the is Tina trying to get uh like a good fortune of the cast playing her her own version of uh D and D, and I would say if you if you would like, I won't like I won't say like a clear cut example because like it's not going to be exactly the same, but it's going to be different. Assault on Dragon Keep would be a good reference for how uh Tiny Tina's Wonderlands is going to be. Wonderlands is like pure D and D. Also, another thing, we we have uh, one thing that they do have over Avengers. I'm sorry, uh, is the chaos tier, which is basically the end game, and the way that the chaos tier works, it infinitely scales because each time you go through a level, it's randomized based on a player's, and then there's random tiers to the gear that you get, like uh like chaos tier one the next uh the prayer i forget I, I like i forget the next one but tiny tina's wonderland so far has has literally done every single thing that the players have been asking for like i have not i have not seen them miss a beat so i like i would like i would definitely recommend checking it out mm. order asks uh will tiny tina Tiny Tina, Tiny Tina finally have crossplay. Um, I don't think they'd be changing that in this. I think if that were going to happen, it'd be the next Borderlands game. But that's just a guess. I don't know. I don't imagine you guys think it has crossplay because, from what I know, it doesn't. I, I know absolutely not. Cool. Kill. Kill. All right. Uh, you guys want to talk a little bit about the Pokemon generation? We meant to talk about it last week. We did not have time because we had wonderful guests and they filled up our time wow, very nicely. So we get to talk about Pokemon today. You guys see the Pokemon announcement? Um, I did not. Catch me up. Do you, do you know? Do you have? Uh, when was the last Pokemon you played, Casual? Let's ask that. Generation one, nineteen thirty-six. Um, <laughs> uh, definitely generation one. Like I, I, I want to say like when I say dabble, like loosely, like extremely loosely, man. But it's like, it's I don't I don't even know, man. <laughs> fair, fair enough. That's okay. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not huge on Pokemon, honestly. Like I, I did not like Sword and Shield at all. But I loved uh, Arceus and I love Let's Go because they were different, and that's fun. 
So if this game does something different, I'll, I'll be super into it. And it looks like it, it's trying, which I like. It looks like it's kind of trying to be more like Arceus and less like Sword. So I'm I'm down for that. Um, it's uh, We've got three new starters, like always. Um, as always, one of them is the right choice and two of them are wrong. And that's how it's always going to be. Um, but of course, that choice is different for everyone. So it is what it is. Um, yeah. So I uh, saw them. I just don't remember anybody's name. So it's like... Um... I saw the fire type, and I saw that the grass type is like a cat or something like that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm loosely familiar. I didn't see the water type yet. Mm-hmm. The water one is but... a very cute duck with a, with a little hat hair thing. It's adorable. Uh, I think I did see that. Okay, yeah, when you said mm-hmm. a duck, it clicked. Um, of the three, I, I would say the cat looks the most interesting, but uh i would mostly i'm always lean towards the fire type so that's that's probably who i would end up picking that's fair uh hoarder gamer says it's an apple dragon it is it is not way coco is uh is a little pepper he's like a little pepper um he's very cute yeah exactly he's a little bell pepper uh but not because spicy it's spicy pepper you know it's a fire type um yeah and the, the right choice in my opinion is the duck the duck is so cute I love the little duck. Slipshock will not get off my ass because I like the duck, but the duck is awesome. Greek, what do you think? <laughs> am I am I is my opinion wrong? I think the um, I think you're uh, muted. Like they all look fine. They they look about Incineroar. Incineroar? That's not the right generation, bro. <laughs> what do you mean? So the grass cat then is the closest thing. If you like not see if you like the duck, then Mm -hmm. by all means go ahead and enjoy the duck. But I I will say this, I'm specifically gonna be going grass type just because uh I did play Shield and my main character there, my main Pokemon was Grookey. And I love Grookey, uh, especially his final transformation, because it was always fun to watch the animation. Because mm-hmm. uh, I'm pretty sure I'm not the only person that thought this, but his hair kind of looked like green jello jiggling. Uh, <laughs> and that was nice to look at. I just think okay. Rillaboom was the only cool evolution in that whole starter trio. It was, it was, he was dope. Gorillas are sick. Yep. Yeah. I'm going with the duck or the pepper, says Hoarder Gamer. Valid. Um, honestly, they're all valid, unless unless you pick the fire starter, <coughs> in which case you're boring. No, I'm just kidding. Pick whatever you want. Um, Slipshock says, I will rip your face off. <laughs> okay. If anything, I... anything, if anything needs to be ripped off, is what I could only assume, but also hope, is not a rat tail on the back of Casual Avengers head. <laughs> Come on, man, that's the Durag game. Come on. Okay, thank, okay. Even thank I knew God. that. Come on, man. What are you on about? Does the Doc have his own Durag, by the way? Because if not, Possibly. missed opportunity. He'll probably have one by the end of the year. <laughs> he sh- he should. That's that's a great idea. Um, and then he can set it to J Shock Blast, and then he'll rep that. It'll be great. <laughs> uh, uh, were you guys planning to grab um wwe 2k22 
not me. I would like to say thank you to 2K for providing me with a copy of WWE 2K22 <laughs> due to being a part of the Nickers program. I'm legally obliged to say that. I respect thank that. <laughs> That's a great answer. How, how Have you played it all? I would like to say thank you to 2K for providing <laughs> me with a copy of WWE. <laughs> oh, no. no. No, I mean, uh... No, I've been enjoying it. I've been, you know, like, I've been enjoying it. Uh, don't get me wrong. The servers need to be, well, constructive criticism. Uh, the servers kind of, kind of boo-boo mm-hmm. right now. Like, I'd maybe get, like, one every other game online. And then, like, it would either crash or it would, like, kick me out and say that, I, like, I lose connection. Uh, I haven't tried, like, I tried a little bit of uh, Supercar. That's pretty much just, like, the mobile game to me. Uh, I, I do enjoy that. I'm saving. I'm like I'm saving my uh, my career for the channel. Uh, yeah, uh, people will see that. Yeah, at some point. That's right. But uh, so far, it, like if I had to give it a rating for like my experience with it, I'd give it like a solid seven, seven point five out of ten right now. And yeah. I know that uh, the DLC also just got announced today. Uh, so like over the course of the next four months from April to July, there's going to be about 28 characters coming out. Yeah. It's a shame GM and GM mode doesn't have online co-op. Otherwise I definitely would have been bullied into buying it. Um, just, just, just a little bit of constructive criticism to gave if GM mode had multiplayer online, I I would have bought the game. Just not, not of my own uh, choice because I, I still personally am not a fan of the WWE's in the first place. Um, what, what would that even stand for? Get it? Okay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I would have bought it, um, and I did not, and that's okay. Uh, but, uh, I, I might even pick it up at some point, because, like, those, those games are pretty mindless fun when they run well, and, and they notoriously have, have had issues on launch in the past. So the fact that this one seems mm-hmm. to have less of that is, uh, is obviously a step in the right direction. So, pat on the back for that regardless. Casual, you. I think you brought that up, but didn't say anything about it. How do you feel about WWE? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, for yeah, but um, I'm I'm on the fence about Gravnik. Like they, he got all artists in brain. They saw me on having um Bret Hart in, in the game. Like that was that was one of my make or breaks. But it was like um, I, I got to see how it performs server wise, and you know, I just got a pretty bad review. So. Mm-hmm. Um, We'll see. We'll see. You know, they, they can they can patch that up or you know fix that after a little bit of time and stuff like that. I see um I saw R V D is one of the, the um planned DLC characters, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, he's gonna be in the last pack in July with uh MGK and Logan Paul the whole day. Oh, yeah, MGK and Logan Paul. That's so weird. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I saw, Logan I saw Paul. I'm like, what the hell are we doing, man? I mean, see, MGK is understandable because you know he like he would like he was the soundtrack coordinator for this game. Uh, and Logan, mm-hmm. Logan's been like he's been messing around with WWE for like the past I, two years or so. I thought he was and a so, boxer. Like, I, I didn't like, think he was a wrestler. I mean, no, see, well, no, see, that's the thing. He no, he was no, he is a boxer, 
but he's still been, but he's still been like making appearances and doing like promos and and like maybe like a couple of like quick, quick, quick matches on on WWE throughout like the past few years or so. You know, as, as like like part of the gimmick that he has going on. Mm. So it so it so in that in that area it does make sense for why he would have popped up as a celebrity guest. I mean, he's been one of the more famous celebrities that's been popping up on our, uh, WWE the past few years. Honestly, I'm not I'm not all that mad about it. But if anything, because if you were to hear any like bad reviews about the game, uh, you wouldn't really hear that much about gameplay. It would more so be a lot of people upset that there are that 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 there are like certain people missing from both the main roster and the DLC roster. All right, I feel like that's like the biggest complaint you will see. Like games, like. Gameplay wise, uh, you'll be fine. My GM is looking pretty solid from what I hear. Y'all have fun in my career, so it's really just it's really just like a picky poison type of thing. But like I I do sympathize with some of the people that are upset that some characters on here. But then again, then again, I mean I don't know what the whole process was behind uh, picking who goes in here, so I can't really I can't really say anything about that. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of the. Uh... The national dex drama with uh the last generation of pokemon and like not having all of the pokemon which fucking sucked to be clear god damn it but also like there's so many damn pokemon now like i don't want to catch them all anyway so like it, it, they had to do something um and i assume the wwe roster is similar nowadays but i have no idea um also greek i need you to do a series okay this is free content WWE has a character creation thing, right? That's correct still? Yes, yes it does. Okay, I need you to go into that character creation tool and just make people that I recognize, alright? Make Stardust for me. Go go put Stardust up against The Undertaker, High okay? High ruler, <laughs> exactly. Uh, that would be yeah, great. I was gonna say, like, I didn't like. I didn't know if you meant like the actual Stardust. No, I meant slight Stardust. Like, <laughs> See, if I make it, I promise you right now, it will look nothing like that. I'm gonna probably be a horrible uh, rendition. Uh, but yeah, I can try. That, though. That's why I'm, it'll, it'll take time and practice, honest. but you'll nail it. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest. I might not try. I might just pick a white guy <laughs> and just say Stardust. <laughs> I, you know what, that's fair. I, I respect that. <laughs> At least you're honest about it, you know? <laughs> you can just put them, put their terribly made faces in the thumbnail, and you'll, ah, see, nailed it. That, that I can do, I'm not, I'm not all, I'm not all that great at, I'm not all that great at the character, uh, at the character creation, so I just, I just enjoy other people's creations and do whatever it is I can with them. Totally fair. Elden Ring has an amazing character creator, says Hoarder Gamer. That's true. It does. I'm not good at using it, yes, but it does. It Somebody does. make Kanye West. Yeah, that was crazy. I bet he crushed it. <laughs> um. Yeah. You guys got any other uh, carryover topics before we uh move along? Uh, other than that, 
other than that, Slip was 100% wrong about in center war because uh, he's, what's the word? Uh, Incineroar's fucking boring. Old. I don't know. Incineroar fucking sucks. <laughs> you live five hours away from me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're right. Uh, I can't drive either, so. I don't know why that's relevant. Anyway. <laughs> um, what else is going on this week? Was there any? Is there? Are there any TV shows you guys are watching right now? We haven't talked about TV yet. Uh, I do need to catch up on Superman and Lois. Uh, okay, too. wait. So I'm, I'm, so I'm too behind on that. So show, like, it's fire. So are we doing spoilers? Uh, for everything, I'm not like, well, I'm not about to swallow Superman because I, I can't because I haven't caught up. But uh, yeah. I would say if there are any shows right now that are definitely worth watching the CW shows, uh, I had a conversation with a friend of ours, Burst. Uh, he's I'm sorry, uh, <laughs> no, uh, we had a conversation where. It was more so he was sticking to his guns that Batwoman was better than Stargirl in terms of the fight choreography and storyline. I, I haven't seen fight enough of Stargirl. What was the other option? Batwoman. Oh, I don't know, probably, but Batwoman's the, like the main three shows I would recommend are Superman on the Lowest. Naomi. Naomi is one of those shows that get to better later on. The first episode, I had like I had you like what, but then but like but then it kind of kind of starts to like pull you in once you start like once you start seeing like the Thanagarians and whatnot. Uh, yeah. So Superman and Lois, Naomi, Star Girl, and I'm honestly picking up. I'm picking up Legends of Tomorrow. I'm picking back up Legends, Legends of Tomorrow. Legends is so season. good. That show's been fire the whole yeah, time. Uh, Except for maybe season one. So, uh, but just steadily. So, Go on. I mean, and I, can see, I can see why you said that. Uh, Sico, have you seen Scrubs? The show called The Scrubs? No. No. Okay. I'm, I'm going to assume Casual's already seen it because he's black and he's like 87 in the face. Uh. There's an actor <laughs> known as So there's an actor known as Donald Faison. He is the he is the uh he's the he's the new betrayal of Booster Gold. Booster Gold came in on the last episode and because they had got the clearance for him so late, they couldn't like they couldn't really do that they couldn't really like do that much for him outside of like an introduction of him having the parts of play. So like next season, next season we'll like we'll, we'll get his storyline. We'll see his costume. We'll see this and that. Donald Faison is just like generally a good actor. Uh, if you guys don't know, the very first Fortnite dance was pulled from him. That like the like that dance he did that on the scrubs. Yeah, he did a, like that. That was pulled from him on scrubs. So like he's the like he's the originator of that he's a very good actor. So I would recommend you guys go and check him out. Uh mm. check out any other stuff whenever you get the chance. Flash. Flash is honestly a back and forth for me because it's like you'll get a good season, you get a real bad season, oh, no, you get that an okay season. Bad. But it, it's the kind of bad that I can't stop watching. You know what I mean? It's um I mean, see, I'm in. Like I'm in, I've watched season. seven fucking seasons of that show. I'm not stopping now. Um, See, I can't. No, there were 
there were some seasons that were like very that were like decent or very good. Like for example, uh season one, season two, uh season seven, uh see like season seven, like for uh, for example, the Armageddon storyline. Yeah. Uh Armageddon was good. Yeah, we're not gonna talk about like uh the seat the uh the forces. I know people didn't like that. Like I but, gotta uh, say, I gotta I say it. people overhated the lightsaber fight. That shit is campy, that shit is comic book, that shit is silly, that shit is great. I love that that happened. Why weren't they moving faster? Maybe they were. Maybe they had to slow it down for your slow little eyes. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and, see, and, and another thing is, like, granted, yeah, it did look campy, but that's also canon. Speedsters yeah. had, like, speedsters had the ability to make speed force constructs, like, how Lancers are able to do the same. Uh... The Armageddon plotline perfectly, perfectly helped to reinforce just how much of a hater Reverse Flash is. Right? Oh, true, if you guys true. thought I hated Slipshot, Reverse <laughs> Flash is a hater. Like, if I was to look up a list of things that Reverse Flash has done to Barry Allen, you guys would be surprised. Mm. No, yeah. Well, that that, that shows all right at times. Um, I, I can't help like watching it. It's it's fun. Um, the the two biggest criticisms of that show to me I find ridiculous. Like I, I don't think it's that bad. It's got some sloppy writing, but people that are like, oh, Barry kills his villains with love every season. It's like, yeah, that's Barry Allen. That's what he does. Mm. That's not new. Yeah. Um, this is unsurprising. Get over it. Um, and then the other big one yeah. of like, oh, Irish should die in season three. Like sure that didn't happen mm. also get over it like, i don't know it's it's a lot people hate on that show mm. and it, it, what you valid criticisms of that show um cgi bad 90 percent of the time the show looks so bad so bad mm. armageddon was but part of season no, eight uh, not seven true thank you slipshot but like just very quickly, like just to go over some of the things so like again this is like what this is like just the small list of some of the worst some of the worst things that Reverse Flash done to Barry Allen. Uh he once killed Iris Res. He killed Barry Allen's mother. He tried to kill Barry's second wife. He impersonated Barry. He ripped up the letter that Batman had from his dad, you know, the flashpoint thing. Mm -hmm. He forced Wally West to relive his worst moment. He murdered Johnny Quick, killed his own family. He erased Barry's best friend from existence. He pushed Barry down the stairs as a kid. He hid in the closet. He hid in Barry's closet as a kid to scare him and make him think that there was a monster in the closet. He manipulated his own friends, tried to kill Iris West a second time, crippled the woman that he loved, tried to murder Wally West's kids, and he also just won't stay dead. Also, he get what? I think he killed his own teacher too, out of jealousy. Mm -hmm. hey, he you killed his own you, you're forgetting the worst thing. He he jerked him off at supersonic speed. <laughs> None, really nothing you just listed was really that bad. Like I feel like that's all forgivable. <laughs> True. <laughs> Facts. I think Reverse Flash could uh, could learn to be a little more fucking ruthless. Let's be honest. Hmm. <laughs> It's almost like we didn't see him, you know, just completely steal Barry Allen's life. 
that, that and, it, he uh, did do that. And Arm in Armageddon. Mm -hmm. Uh Godspeed. I feel like the first time they introduced Godspeed. The first two times they introduced him. I feel like that would have been a much better storyline. Uh the Godspeed war. You literally could you uh I feel like instead of that, you could have just did uh city like city of speedsters. Especially yeah. with like the Flash family, with like with the entire Flash family coming in full force. You could have just did. You could have did the the city of speedster storyline. Yeah, I love that storyline. I have it on my shelf back there. It's one of these rebirth ones. Um, it's great. Godspeed's yeah. really cool in the comics. It's very sad that they misused him. Um, you know what I wish they had done with Godspeed? To be honest, I wish they brought Tom Felton back and made him Godspeed, because that man, like the connection to the hero, is there. That's what you need. Um, you could have had him back yeah. for a whole season and then made the reveal closer to the end. Would have felt very season one and two reveal-y. Um, could have been really fun. Could that uh I look like I would like I believe that I believe that actually like was a rumor at some point, but like I feel like if like if they were to bring him back, Godspeed would have to like he would have to come back later. Cause like if they both came back at the same time, you know, us the audience, we'd yeah. be able to tell that either Something serious is going on with him. This is a big coincidence. Oh, he's got speed. Pretty much is either going to be two out of the three. But the thing is, with like the thing, the thing is like why Godspeed is excluded from that is because he, throughout the show he has a habit of literally of popping up in random places. Like what well, we'll see him in one episode in like season five, randomly chasing down a Godspeed clone, only for him to disappear into like season seven. Like it's just it was weird. Weird yeah. it was inconsistent. So I feel, I feel like I feel like so I feel like if if they kept up that trend, but they actually made like his random appearances more consistent and they did it prior to Tom Felton coming back, that that definitely could have worked. Yeah. I agree. Um Casual, you how do you feel about the flash? How much have you seen of it, if any? Um Zero seconds of it. Like it's, it's it's just like the CW superhero shows is like I I just can't like I, I, get I can't it. do it. I get it. They're they're dramas. I'm a sucker for them, but not everybody is, and that's cool. For sure. Um, you guys, we're we're at that time. Let's uh let's do the wrap ups. You know, um, casual. What do you do on the internet, sir? Um, talk about. Marvel's Avengers, and I'm looking to expand that into more things. Marvel, I got some stuff in the works, but right now, like, if you super intre super interested in Marvel's Avengers, or you you like saying it's a dead game every week, hell yeah, <laughs> do do go comment in Casual Avengers comments of, on every single video that Marvel's Avengers is a dead game. Definitely do that. <laughs> You'll, you'll find uh, friends. Yes, yes, you. Will. Uh, Greek. What What do you do on the internet? I make content on both YouTube and Twitch. I have a Twitter that you guys can also follow me at. I like my channel was like seventy five percent, seventy five percent comic games, eighty percent other games because I'm bad at math. I pass with a D, I pass with a D, so I got the number wrong. <laughs> but seventy five percent is comic related. The other there's other games like Tiny Tina's, uh, Apex, 
WWE, whatever, you know, like suits the fancy. Mm-hmm. And then podcasts as well. Wow. Um, yeah. I, I'm Synchro Champ, and what I do on the internet is I talk about superheroes and video games and shit post on TikTok when I'm bored, which is very fun, by the way. Oh my goodness, I've been having fun just making dumb things. I do also be Canadian, that's true. Um, if you support Canada, you're legally obligated to follow me now. Sorry, I don't make the rules. <laughs> um, definitely check me out if you're interested. Um, I do also have a Marvel's Avengers video going up tomorrow, and I'm going to lie, isn't that weird? Wow, I haven't talked about that in a while. Um, it's going to be interesting. It's a, it's a return to form. A little teaser for the world out there, even though it's tomorrow, and it'll probably be up by the time you're hearing this, more than likely. Um, I'm making a Reddit review video like I used to do. But, you know, not really. Um, it is what it is. Um, we have a last-minute would-you-rather question from Slipshock TV in the chat. Uh, Greek, who do you like more, Naruto or Sasuke? I assume is what Neither. that says. Neither. My favorite character is Killer B and Shino. I, okay, I don't get that reference. <laughs> Regardless. Um... We're we're out of here. We're, we're gone. Tomorrow. Sure. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't know anime. None of this means anything to me. I'm you lost. Watch, you don't watch Naruto, so you get it. But like, out of every old joke I've made today, that's probably the worst one. Mm, sure. All right. <laughs> bye. <laughs>